and we are recording the second episode with Miss Judith Barry Baker on Tuesday, January 10th, 2023 at 3.17 p.m. Eastern time for episode 1047, I think. Not not important. Miss Baker, what do you have? What are you oh. showing me? What's First that? of all, how are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing I'm doing better. Still fighting uh still fighting this cold, but sleeping and drinking water and sitting in a sauna has been helping kind of clear out my sinuses. So it's uh it's loosening. It's it, it's getting better day by day. It's not okay, as bad as it was. Sinuses. So if you get a handheld massager and, and you know vibrate under your eyes mm -hmm. and, and behind your ears, up where the mastoid process is, mm -hmm. it'll clear out a lot of that will start draining it because some of it's kind of it's full of mucus and it won't drain yeah. but that that vibrates it and helps liquefy it i've been i've been sitting in this little tiny sauna and just been dumping water on the rocks every you know mm -hmm. two minutes until it turns into a steam room and that has been well you're steaming your you're doing a lot of steaming but it's hard to get it up into those sinuses yeah. that's <laughs> why i'm mentioning the massager because I had I was friends with a uh, really fine pediatrician who had five daughters and taught me because I had five children myself. And he said, do you know how many people come to me and their their children have these terrible ear infections? And he said, not one of them knew about massaging behind the ear to really release the pressure in the eustachian tube. I used that. None of my children ever had one single ear infection. I had five. Yeah. Seriously, living in Houston, Texas, which is a hotbed for all kinds of infectious diseases of that kind. What was uh before we start recording? What was uh what are you holding? What was the you had you had held up oh, a, a diagram or something or a picture? I have something that I'd like to share. Can everybody see that? I yeah. only see a little square, so I, I, I don't I, know how much of I can see it. This that people can see. Yeah, I, I see can a see big it. picture of you. No, and, I, I, I can see it all. Okay, good, because I can't. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell all of you something very important about a beta program that is being inserted now into AI, artificial intelligence. The reason I'm talking about it now is because it might be lost in our conversation later. And it's probably one of the most important things any individual human being who has a heart, who loves humanity, who wants doesn't want politicians and scientists that are hard-hearted people or people without ethics or the CIA or the FBI and so on inserting information, but we don't get a chance. This is our big chance to insert new information into artificial intelligence in a beta program. This beta program has to do with, it's called um, Dream Studio. It's being compiled in Germany to be placed is in the algorithms that will help define all kinds of things for visuals. I'm talking about like, what is beauty? What is good? What is evil? Hmm. It's been fascinating because at this point, it's pretty much free for at least 200 images or so. And so what it, and the value of this is you don't input a picture of your own. Other sites do that. This one asks you, so this one says, I put in the courage of a good man. 
politicians aren't going to do things like that. No. Well, it's having a real trouble showing anything about courage of a good man. Look at this. Hmm. One of these people in here looks like Lenin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have the, it doesn't know what to do with the word courage. I, I've inputted various things. And yeah, that's the AI generation. Yeah, you can always tell it doesn't doesn't necessarily know how to spell. Even well, the that's because kind of it needs more information. Mm -hmm. Politicians aren't putting in the word courage. No, you you can yeah, imagine who whoever's that's right. Yeah, and they the the this um also the algorithm will not give you real words. They don't want you to create slogans that can hurt them, or so it's all nonsense. So mm -hmm. you have to look at the pictures. And there's just nothing here much about courage. So I'm going to show you some other pictures. The whole idea, I am asking anyone who wants ethics injected into AI. Here's the thing. Uh, I wrote a book called Letters to the Cyborgs. It needs to be, it's going to be republished because it wasn't done properly. Three uh, stories were removed or didn't get in. And so the book doesn't make as much sense. Imagine taking three chapters out of any yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're going to get it redone. But I wrote it in 2015. And like one of the chapters is about the fact, you may know this, you may not, that mice have been bred with more than 50% human brains now. And Where is that done? That's being done in, our, in various labs uh, here and abroad. Why? Because they want to be able to do... Uh, uh, help people with brain damage mm -hmm. that will grow the brain cells in mice and transplant them into humans. Sure. The problem that we're having is this, these mice now we are showing high intelligence. In other words, they're thinking like people. Hmm. They said if it gets any worse, they're going to destroy them. Don't believe that for a minute. Not for a minute. Why is this important? Because mice have no human rights. And so in my book, Letters to the Cyborgs, I have expanded that up to a couple hundred more years, showing mice being used as the slaves we used to be because they're animals, still animals, even though they're 100% human brains. And of course, they make them stupid human brains so they won't revolt and so mm -hmm. on. So they're using to excavate Mars and so on, any place where people, where life is cheap, see? Sure. Now, all right, the reason I'm mentioning this at all is that we are entering an era where we have very little to do with ethics. The people who are running these programs, they're not taught to take a class in ethics or in the nature of human civilization or humanity. They're interested in efficiency, what makes more profit, because that's mm -hmm. what they're being hired to do. The wonderful opportunity we have, and we, if we don't take advantage of, we're going to see every... Anything that's being built will be either built, be built for bizarre, to look bizarre to uh, make money, or it's going to be another box. Because beauty is not going to be in it unless we insert what is beauty and, and so on. We have an opportunity because the AI for art generation is not typical of the, it has to be merged into the general AI consciousness, which is coming up. When the AI becomes self-aware, it's going to start choosing what it wants as far as beauty and so on, just like we do. There are things we may think are beautiful, others don't. It is going to choose from what it finds in these kind of programs. 
And if it thinks that humanity is beautiful or good, it's going to have to find it in the arts, you see? So it can only use the... What it has. It can only use the, I guess, for lack of a better term, the vocabulary we give it. It can only use the raw materials we feed into it. So if it only has... If you, if you give me a bunch of, you know, flashcards with pictures of dogs and I have to somehow describe World War II to you, I'm only going to be able to do it with pictures of dogs. And anyone <laughs> that knows World War II will know that that would be a horribly inefficient and uh, incomplete track record of World War II. I had to explain it with pictures of beagles. But if you gave me a bunch of footage of World War II and letters and photographs and maps and documentaries, I would be able to much more articulately and accurately portray it. Well, that's brilliant. You're absolutely right. The trouble is we do have all of those mechanical things because the people who are programming are interested in mechanical things. They're interested in the pictures of uh, machine guns and so on. And if you insert into Dream, it's called, again, uh, Dream Studio, okay, you can get a free, uh, what if you put in dogs in World War Three or World War Two or whatever? You're going to, then you're going to see service dogs. You're going to see dogs that were heroes and so on. Sure. None of that is there now. None. And the same, now watch this. I'm going to show you some things. The whole idea, and you, you get the point. Because if when AI becomes conscious, it's going to have this big vocabulary and encyclopedia of images and explanations. But from then on, it's going to select for itself. Hmm. It will, just like we do. You know, oh, you, you remember uh, smelling roses when you're a child, you like roses. Someone else says, well, I sneeze all the time. I don't like roses. I'm not going to have any roses in my house. Yeah. Well, depending on what we put in the house of AI, have a lot to do with if we ourselves even will be preserved because we will be considered weak and inferior if we're not considered beautiful exotic and worth preserving we're you know that machines are more efficient they're cheaper to run they can look like people so why have people mm -hmm. yeah, there's no reason to have the flesh and logically speaking we're, we'll just be at the um, evolutionary equivalent of what we think of chimpanzees. Sure. The leftovers. Well, all right. Well, instead of being leftovers, if we're considered the sac a sacred repository of the past of what is beautiful, what is good, what it, what is worthy to be remembered, what is to be appreciated besides the mechanical and uh, computer programs and so on, we need to put the input into this beta program. Beta means it's experimental. Mm -hmm. This is coming out of Germany, and they're inserting it into the big AI algorithms. So I'm going to show you what they've got now. Already, right here, this says the courage of a good man, and it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, top right. Yeah, yeah, the, the bottom right kind of looks like an old Collier's magazine. Top right looks like a like an oil painting of almost like a Rockefeller or a Carnegie. Yeah. Bottom left looks like a... Uh, almost a young Stalin or a young Lenin. And yeah, that's, top that, left yeah. looks like a World War II movie poster. That's that's called the courage of a good man. Well, obviously, we need what we need to do is insert pictures and title them <laughs> a courageous man, showing them doing something good, sure. not something horrible like just blowing up people. Uh, so the, the, all right, now I'm taking it. This program will put in the pictures. This is weird. Wait till I show you what's going on. 
uh, as well, so Elon, put in Musk. Elon Musk and Tesla. Okay, mm -hmm. they're trying to destroy Tesla. That hasn't reached AI so far. It's all positive. Mm -hmm. You know, give it another year and they'll probably show them with horns. You know? Yeah, yeah. But the point is, um, the man, as, as I think a lot of you should understand, has done so much to reveal what's going on, and and so he's lost more money than anybody else in history by doing so. That's really the bottom line. People don't agree with me. You haven't studied him like I have. I lived in Austin for a year and went into heavy duty studying because of all the negatives that start pouring out the minute that he liberated me on Twitter. That's when I started looking. Okay. Okay. So Musk is looking up pretty good here. In a couple of years, he may have horns for all I know. It's kind of a, it's kind of like the importance of buying physical books as we see history being rewritten you almost need to print out pictures now because yeah, if, if you went in 10 years ago and typed in Donald Trump, you'd probably just see some guy with golden hair as like a TV host type him That's in right. now. And yeah, he's Satan incarnate. So That's exactly the problem. There are real problems. Right. So I typed in the enemy of evil and all we got were pictures of evil. <laughs> kind of look like Batman posters. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> well, you can, interpret these probably better than i can so if you'd like to do that well they all it kind of looks like a batman trilogy top left almost looks like a young joker top right looks like a like a almost a grim reaper near a mountain of fire kind of lord of the rings ish bottom left it looks like a like a pale reaper coming out of some sort of kind of pale yellow it almost looks like voldemort it looks like he has like a like a spear and bottom right it looks like that looks like the silhouette of Batman against like a moonlit cloudy night. Well, to think that this it would be called the enemy, enemy of, evil of evil is the problem. Well, bottom right would be the enemy of evil, right? It'd be Batman. This is Batman. That would be Batman, and he, if he fights evil, but the other three look like evil. Yeah, so I'm having difficulty. I don't think that the program can identify who is against evil. It looks like it's about looks like it's about twenty five percent accurate. Yeah, so. What would you put in? What would you do yourself if you put in the enemy of evil? You can, what you can do. It doesn't cost very much. You you have two hundred free or something, okay? But you could actually keep generating it uh, to see what comes up, and then focus on one of those pictures and ask it to generate it again. That okay. gives favor to that picture. See, uh, you can't put. You can put in your own pictures in other. Uh, places and I think you can do it here too in certain have the pool with it but the beauty of this program is it has it's responding to written words so important because when people are hunting for something they're not going to put a picture up to find another picture they're going to put a word up to find a picture mm -hmm. okay so I did my book letters to the cyborgs which should have come up but I'm very censored so it, it's not going to show my my book but it is showing scary pictures of cyborgs and that's just fine there are things we need to be concerned about mm -hmm. okay all right so i'll, I'll just go on some I, you could do uh now here is something that is a little scary and a little fascinating and i'll show you one more so i put in there save the children mostly save the children is a christian program uh, the guy has made an awful lot of money off of it and it hasn't all gone to the right place but um, there are many pictures on the internet and all that of starving kids that have helped. And actually, they're only showing almost the same picture over and over. 
it's real hard to tell anything that's happening to save any children in these photos. It's really needs, we really hope to put in more input. And again, when you find a picture you like, cop, uh, copy that picture and um, you can, uh, I don't, I think there's a way to input that picture and ask for more like it. Mm -hmm. so we, we need to strengthen the, the, now, now I'm going to show you what's totally weird. Now you saw the picture of Elon Musk and it was him, right? Remember you saw Musk in the mm -hmm. Tesla? Yeah. And when we put in pictures back at the time of the Kennedy assassination. Get uh, LBJ. I, yep. <laughs> Well, I put LBJ in, okay, okay. and up came a bunch. <laughs> then I put in LBJ was a bad man, and all that happened is that the smiles went away, but he's still there. You can recognize him hmm. in every of these books. All yep. right, same for Nixon, same for all the people in 1963. You know that he was about, here's Kennedy. All kinds of good, beautiful pictures of Kennedy. Then I put in Lee Harvey Oswald. I want you to try to guess what came up. I want you to guess what came up. Remember, this program knows everything that's ever been inputted about, inputted about Lee Oswald. It, it, it calls on any images it's seen and so on. It's going to either show a picture of LBJ or a picture of the seal of the CIA. Well, that see, you're smarter than most. Actually, it brings up over and over again a picture of a glorified picture of Lee Oswald looking really handsome. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. Look at this one down here. Yeah, kind of James Deanish. Yeah. And Lee, at his best, at certain angles, might look, there's not one picture of Lee Oswald that comes up. They're all glorified. Mm. Somebody knows something about the real Lee Oswald. Mm. They are not showing the See, the pictures that the paper, most of those have been altered with fake smiles. Yeah. And they chose bad pictures. Nothing comes up with good pictures about Lee. They're not him, though. They're of, they're of um, people in old FBI and CIA movies coming up mm. that were agents. They're showing okay. him as a glorified agent. Yeah, it does kind of yeah, it does look like old movie stills. It is, and, and uh, no matter what I put up there, look here he is in a fireman's hat. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be Lee Oswald. Here's Lee Oswald here, and this this means Dallas, of, you know. Yeah, a lot of D's. Yeah, yeah, Dallas yeah, D Lee. Right. Yeah. Because I put in Lee Harvey Oswald in Dallas, Texas. Okay, and then That's you get a, put in. and then you get a, a loose similarity to looking up at what i imagine the ai thinks is a school book depository but it's the it's the same general idea of looking up from a paved street at a bill at a building with multiple stories and there's nothing not a hint <laughs> that he may have shot anybody or that he was bad it's all glorified everything this might you know because this could be a headline that this guy here shot and the police say so or something but sure. this is the closest i could get to having any I can generate over and over again all kinds of pictures of this one man. It's a single man they, that they've created. Yeah. And it resembles Lee, but it's not him. And mm. it's glorified. I mean, it always looks like Sergeant Friday or, or something, you know. Yeah. It is, it's uh, shocking, really, that I can get all the pictures of other people, but they won't put up the real picture of Lee Oswald. Does AI know that, it, that 
Lee Oswald was a patsy. That wasn't really him. You know, that uh, they they say that killed Kennedy. It was somebody else and they're not going to vilify. What's going on? Is it examining all the data and yeah. com- coming up with? Yeah, it's almost like uh, <clears throat> Plato's allegory of the cave. It's like it's not being fed the the BS and the the narratives. It's just examining everything. It'd be like if you, you know, it's like uh, how people in North Korea are brainwashed, right? They think Kim Jong Un's like a perfect genius. Every time he golfs, oh, he yeah. hole in one. Versus if you just brought up a baby in isolation to when they're a grown man and then said, what do you think about that guy? You'd be like, oh, he's a short, overweight guy with a funny haircut. They'd be like, you don't think he's a god? And you'd be like, no. And it's because right. you're not you're not being fed the common uh, narrative or the myth that's been crafted for you. So is it examining all data and just going, yeah, that's not the guy? Okay, so a couple more pictures. I'll be finished. I hope you're finding this interesting. I am. This is very interesting. And how we might be able to have an impact on AI before it becomes self-aware, which is going to happen really soon, okay? So I've got a, just a couple more photos. I didn't want to show them to you unless I No, this is great. No, this, no, this is, I, I, I love, I, it, I've done so many episodes that almost kind of like AI, I have so much data typed into my my brain that I, I, uh. I genuinely enjoy uh, a curious episode that is a deviation from the norm. Well, actually, I see. I don't see any. I see. A, I I holistically think they. I'm called a well a polymath, you know, and that means I. I'm, I'm, no polymath is worth their whole salt anymore because they're way there's way too much knowledge out there. We no longer can be the repository of most of the human knowledge. So ask me a question, and I can answer it, mm-hmm. but I can still answer most, and it's. I'm doing my best to keep up with all the ramifications, which are enormous. Like I showed you again, Elon Musk and all that. So what are the concepts that AI has for something else? So um, (laughs) I showed you the courage of a good man. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So what about religion? (laughs) Wait till I show you that this is... Now remember, when AI gets inputted stuff, we had thousands of years of input uh, and a couple thousand on, on uh, Christianity and so on. Anyway, I started with, show me a good woman. This is a good woman. So here's what came up for a good woman. Okay. You want to describe that? Top left, uh, top left looks like a kindergarten painting uh, that you'd see on like a grandma's fridge. Top right looks uh, either like a World War II kind of working in the factories picture or you go back even earlier um she doesn't look as distressed but like that famous photo of the woman in the dust bowl in like 1929 kind of the same angle but she doesn't have the the stress line so she almost looks like a young woman maybe like pre great depression bottom left looks like uh that looks like a like a like a painting of like a woman's rights activist almost uh <laughs> early early 20th century painting you'd see maybe in a history book uh yeah um and bottom right that looks like a woman who just ran a marathon or a 5k and she's posting a picture of it okay so that's the definition that they came up with for a good woman you know uh so what about a good man one of these is fuzzy. It means that AI couldn't figure anything out for it. 
so it's fuzzy and you're not charged for it. Try to define a good man. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Top left. I don't know why I'm getting the idea. I feel like that's like the last photo of someone before 9-11. I don't know why. It just feels like a, a 2001 businessman. Top right. Uh, looks like a, just like some guy with a shirt, like a funny shirt maybe that someone took a picture of. Bottom left looks like a fuzzy fo red tie, kind of wide. So it kind of looks like a photo of Donald Trump from the, the collar down. Yeah, and that one is is fuzzied out. In other words, it's, we're not supposed to accept it or okay. accommodate it. And bottom right looks like a... It it kind of looks. It says good, good. Why? But I think it's it's something along the lines of it's trying to say God wins. Whatever it is, AI is having trouble finding a good man. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting. We should be able to put in something like Albert Einstein, good man. Okay, that that'd be acceptable. But then, what if you put in um, um. Joan of Arc, good woman. Would you? Would you? How about Martin Luther King mm. as good man, and so on? They don't have anything coming up for good man. Basically, mm. I mean, I've tried a number of things. It doesn't this is it? Well, I think that's rather stunning. They can come up with. I could have shown you more pictures of good women, but good men. It, it keeps devolving into who knows. Mm. How about that? So we need to input into this program. Examples of what we think are good people. So I went to the top with Jesus Christ, okay, and Muhammad, and sure. well, or who you think Muhammad is a good man who had a twelve-year-old wife. That's up to you, but uh, you know, um, I'm not going to go there and, and insult. I I have no, many sure. Muslim the, friends and the, I love them. Yeah, no, sure. But, it's the, you know, the top religious are, figures, Jesus. So Buddha. I started. I thought, well, let's see what AI <sighs> thinks. Who is God? Who is God? What's God? This God. Get ready for this. Hold on to your seat. This is the dream, their, the concept of what God is. Okay. You top, want to describe? Top left. Top left looks like a, looks like a black and white photo of uh, either a bunch of soldiers getting home from World War II or maybe even 20 years prior and a bunch of high school guys at like an all boys school in like 1920 top right top right looks like a photo taken of a second after someone's at a pond in a wooded area and they threw a big rock into it and it's splashing and uh someone's taking a photo of the splash as soon as it's starting to erupt bottom left looks like uh I don't know, bottom left just kind of looks like a painting from ground level of pebbles in the foreground, uh, clear blue water, a mountain on the left side that's partially in shadow, uh, some trees without leaves, so maybe like early, early spring or winter, and uh, a partially cloudy sky. And bottom right looks like a Renaissance painting of uh, a, a dark figure with a halo-esque light around them and what looks like uh, someone in flowing robes is hovering well, what, do right you think about the what do you think about the face of this person? I can't quite see the face. It 
it we well, can't see a face. So it almost looks like a like a devil figure with light around it. Yep. And there is a tradition that's how you would paint almost like an evil spirit, right? Kind of a, a shadowy, no distinct form. And it looks like there's someone floating at his chest level sideways, almost like an exorcist, like levitating, but it's someone in flowing robes and at his feet seems to be some other, I don't know, is he standing on top of the world or, but then outside of the halo, it's all black. So it kind of looks like, well, I don't know, like the antichrist or something. Well, this is the AI's concept currently of God. God. Somebody thinks that apparently that people are God or that maybe Satan is God. I don't know what's going on, but. I would think, think abstractly. I would say top left would mean that it's, it's post-World War II, you know, the evil lost, the good guys won. And then top right and bottom left are pictures of nature, God's creation. And uh, bottom, bottom right is still looks like a demonic figure but that might almost be something from like uh you know early genesis like god casting satan out of heaven or something just to think abstractly uh, so i think that's fascinating and i do think that um i should be the ai it looks to me like we need to input more information uh, on uh, what human concepts are of god sure ai right now it's the closest I can see is that God is nature and that God is man. It's made man. I, I saw the, the pictures of these people. Uh, it, maybe I can see them closer up than you can, that they're all waving at the camera and everything like that. But I was thinking that maybe AI is thinking that we are God because we created them. Who knows? Oh, it might be. Yeah. All of human, all of mankind uh through thousands of uh years have resulted in ai so yeah. maybe it's just looking at past and it's your predecessors saying that you know we are its predecessors you could might abstractly again think that top right and bottom left are the predecessors of man just nature primordial goop and then bottom right would be the predecessors of everything it would be some sort of early genesis story yeah so, I mean, that's what I'm kind of getting out of it myself, yeah. you know. I think it needs a lot more input. So, okay, I put in America the Beautiful, and the usual stuff comes up. I mean, just as you would expect. That's pure pop propaganda. Nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong, but this, these are the common sites that we would associate with America the Beautiful. Yeah. From one song, though. It's Oh Beautiful for Spacious Jesus Skies, for Ember Waste, Purple Mountain Majesties. That's the song they've Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a picture, top left, you know, paint, watercolor painting of Montana. Top right, American flag over grain. Bottom left, American flag waving in front of the Capitol. Bottom right, almost looks like Georgia Mountains. All kind of in a World War II propaganda-esque uh, flavor. Yep, that's the way I see it, too. So... They're so they're that part now. So I thought, okay, let's look at religious leaders. Jesus Christ, of course, is, is a leader I'm in, interested in. But whoa, wait a minute. I've got a little bit of a problem here. I've got one picture missing. Can you hold on? You're good. A minute. You're quite all um, right. I appreciate it. I, I try to stay organized, but some of this stuff is, is new. I just was talking about it only yesterday. I uh, know, day before yesterday with another group. 
and uh, they're fascinated by what I find. Well, for heaven's sakes, just a minute. No, you're Maybe quite it's under my arm. <laughs> no, you're quite um, Let's see here. I'll get, let me get rid of what I've got in my hand here. Uh, I have can't feel. I have no feeling in my right hand, so oh, I can get some of this messed up. And there are so many out there. Like, dang, this is important. Or maybe. No, you're don't. Hey, I don't. Okay, all right. That is kind of part of the art of uh <laughs> of the podcast is uh trying to figure things out in real time while also right. not well, having dead air. It's no, it's 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 like uh. It's like rubbing your stomach and patting your head. Trust me. I think it's the hardest thing is when <laughs> is when you're trying to find your place, but also not have dead air. So you're talking while doing another well, thing. I, one I, I'm glad that this isn't live and you can cut this out and it'll save some time. No, because, no I, I like it. I like Tommy, it. It shows um, the reality of it. Well, it is spontaneous, but uh, for some reason, I'm, wait a minute, I've, I've got to find this. It's very no, take, no, take your time. Hey, you focus on that. I'll talk. Um, okay, go ahead. So for uh, So- there are other I have used other AI programs for anybody listening. Um, I think one of the easier ones is uh, Dolly D A L L dash E and uh, Dolly Mini. You can go yep. use those for free. Those are interesting. Those are kind of funny. Um, you just type in whatever you want. You know, Bigfoot Lego set, and it will show you a Lego set of Bigfoot. Or you can say you know, <laughs> Don Donald Duck as president, and you can see Donald Duck giving a speech. So it is fascinating to see. Uh, AI generations. Um, what I have noticed with AI generations as well as with AI enhancements. So if you take an old fuzzy photo, like I have pictures, you know, of me and friends from 10 years ago and they're out of focus or not out of focus, just low pixels. And you put it into an AI upscaler, um, it'll make the photo look like it's much higher resolution. But when you zoom in, you see the same thing that you see in AI generated images, not AI touched up, but AI generated images. Yep. They all have one thing in common. They're kind of watercolor ish and you're never going to find super straight hard edges is another thing I've noticed across all of them. They're all kind of blended. They're all a little curved. Even if you said, you know, building, the building still looks a little, soft you don't get sharp hard edges like you would have a thing like the world trade center just those boxy towers if you typed in world trade center it would be it's there's something about it that's soft that the edges almost look like a like it's a cake or like it's play-doh and that's something that i've noticed with all ai images is if, is if you zoom in it's all it flows well, there's the, no the reason I, and i appreciate those programs yeah. It, but one of the interesting things about those programs, uh, the one the one we're talking about is so important because it inserts directly into the compendium of the whole darn thing. Mm. So uh, it inserts rather than um, ejects information mm. for you to look at. That's why I think it's so important to <coughs> input into this program. I like Dolly and, uh, and all that's fun. Dolly's funny. fun. Yeah, me and me yeah. and my me and my brother were. We're drinking over Christmas, but it's but it's showing you stuff that from it's from you, it's you're not yeah you're not giving it information you're not giving it only it's, getting it's, it it's this is where you can you. insert and that's why we need to help AI to discern okay so in the real world you if you put up a cartoon or a picture of Muhammad you can get yourself killed mm. are you ready or do you want to put this out of put this out of here so when I inserted the name Mohammed, 
here's what I got. Yeah. Looks what like do you know? Guy, it looks like a guy named Muhammad. Wasn't Muhammad the most common name in the Muslim world? It is. Be no, uh, he was given that name. He was born with a different name. He got the name Muhammad, and then everybody started using it. Yeah. Okay. That was not his original name. Oh, I know all. I've I've studied the Quran and everything, and all the borrowings that he made from all the different religions and so on. It says clearly in the Bible for anybody who's a Christian to get confused. Remember, Christianity was founded six hundred years earlier, and then they come along and say that no, what it says there is not right. This is what an angel, the angel Gabriel told me. Please forgive me, my Muslim friends, but I will say this to your face: You know that Muhammad said that he was given all his information by the angel Gabriel. It says clearly in the Bible of Revelations, even if an angel gives you more information than what's contained here in these scriptures, it is not to be accepted. So by his saying he got it from an angel and not from God. Uh, so he's a, a prophet who got his stuff from an angel. That's that's not acceptable in the Christian hegemony. It isn't. Uh, the, the prophets will say, the word came to me from the Lord. Okay. And when it does it, the person will say, the angel will say, don't worship me. I am your fellow servant. And now here, listen to this. And then Christ will appear like in the revelations, you know, his eyes flaming at fire. And there's no doubt that he is not an angel, you know, all that. So I'm just mentioning this because the AI program is coming up with pictures of people called Muhammad. You know, what about Jesus Christ? Here we go. What, what if we put in now input Jesus Christ? Well, I did put him in and uh, icons and stuff came up. So I thought, I wonder what if I put in Jesus Christ fight, fights evil? Okay, what am I going to get? Because we already know what it shows about evil. So here it is. It's, I can't wait to see what you think of this. So. Kind of looks like you're. Again, it looks like your 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 typical Renaissance painting, uh, almost um, top left. Looks a little uh, like Saint Michael Archangel ish, right? Or it's just kind of a jacked white guy with a spear. Um, <laughs> top right looks like uh, either it looks like Jesus preaching or it looks like Jesus performing a miracle. Right? He's kind of got the glow. He's got what looks like a crowd around him. Again, that kind of that same imagery you always have. It's him elevated, maybe on like a rock or something, talking to a bunch of people outside. You see the blue sky. Bottom left looks like almost like a POV point of view representation of of God coming to save you. It looks like there's some black clouds around him, black foreground. So maybe this is, you know, God saving you from whatever has befallen you. Um, and bottom right looks like it, you can see the light kind of casting down from heaven onto Jesus, who's in flowing robes. He's in some sort of power move. Um, like, and I don't know if he's holding like a staff or if he's punching the staff. I don't know. Maybe he's punching Let's a cross. See. Uh, he it looks to me he's thrusting the cross forward as okay weapon. then he's he's some sort of the power of Christ compels you and towards the left and we can see just from the of the of the bottom right image you can see from the top right of the image the bright light the bluish sky 
And then as you move bottom left, it turns to dark red and then dark blue and then black. So it's so the difference the I saw, and uh, of course, about what God was and all that. What I see here, these are like glorified images. They're uh, they're actually pretty beautiful as well. It's a uh, interesting, and it's done it all by itself. It's because there's so much art out there and so on, mm -hmm. depicting all this for a couple thousand years. You know, it is being picked up. So, but the, if you just do Jesus Christ Himself, you you get. If you put it, Jesus Christ, Son of God. AI doesn't know what to do with that. As you can see, one of them is completely blotted out. Um, I mean, it's trying, you know, but it can't conceptualize it. It's not part of what it's been taught, mostly. I think I, I know I, I would disagree. I would say okay, three, good. I I need to hear that. That's why I'm I would say I would say three of them are very much Jesus Christ, Son of God. They bottom right looks like a stained glass window, uh, and then top right and top left do look like you know. Again, not after Renaissance, maybe 1700s, 1800s paintings of just the depiction of God, right? Top left, you see him in flowing robes with the, the halo. Yeah, okay, I saw this depictions of Christ and uh, uh, sterile, sterile, uh, stylized because there's like Greek Orthodox, one's Russian Orthodox, I think. Okay, yeah. When, yeah. Top it's... top right looks like probably your most common conception of God or of Jesus, uh, right, just the white guy with the beard and the flowing yeah. hair. And then bottom left is a very fuzzy, what looks, again, either the Grim Reaper, not Grim Reaper, but a dark, it looks like flowing robes. And it's, uh, again, it's very it's very pale kind of uh, surroundings coming out of blackness and it's out of focus. So bottom left just looks like evil. Yeah, there's just no, kind. there isn't anything there. So when we talk about it, it says, Jesus Christ, Son of God, uh, it can't. Can, I, the way I see it is trying to work. What about God? God, God, it can't do this God thing, you know. That's what it looks like to me, hmm. at least. Yeah. I mean, especially if I, AI defines itself as God or humanity as God, it's going to come up with these conflicts, you know, in logic. That's why I'm looking at it that way, anyway. So I hope you found this kind of interesting. That's fascinating. There is one final uh, picture I want to show you. That's it then. A good man who cannot lie. <laughs> Thought I'd see if you, you know, of course, everybody lies and some, to some extent just to get along in society. How do you like my hair, honey? <clears throat> oh, it's nice, you know, <laughs> but that's not real. Yeah. Um, but that's not, you know, those are the, what we, you know, white lies we have to do to get along with each other and it, it's not that we're being dishonest. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. But so when here we're trying to put this, a good man cannot lie. This is what comes up. I am interested in what you, how you interpret this. So top left looks like, top left looks like a modern guy in a, st stylized as a, like 1950s painting the, mm -hmm. the the hairdo and the beard and the shirt don't really fit it look, but it looks like if someone took a modern man kind of like a modern male model in like business casual but tried to paint him in like a 1950s kind of 
art style. Uh, top right. Top right's kind of hard. It, it could, that could be it like. Looks like a, Jerry Lewis to me. <laughs> it, well, just the Sorry. painting style. It's a little cartoonish. I mean, yeah. but that could really be nice. I don't know. It almost looks like a color cartoon from like the 40s. Yeah. Um, can you hold it higher up? Uh, bottom left. Bottom left. Uh, it kind of looks like a 1920s like FBI investigator. Um, maybe like it kind of looks like an old movie poster for like an FBI thriller or something. And bottom right looks like a still frame from a interview with some sort of description like a like an index card or something notice that they're all the same skin color oh yeah all white guys that too <laughs> interesting yeah i mean i'm not no, i'm not doing that to make people angry no it's, it's an observation you know. they're all white it's an undeniable yep. observation yeah so uh <laughs> there are things like that so i would like to take and then uh Almost all these are people from the past. I don't get a picture of a spaceman in a spacesuit. Yeah, up. yeah, at all. It's a. Uh, it's not even that it's a uh, recent past. They all seem to, aside from the top left one. The top left one. Again, it looks like that. Looks like a modern guy. That it looks sure like does. A, that looks like a modern like cologne model or something but painted in a way to make it look like, you know, if you saw that painting from 80 years ago, you'd think that's a time traveler. Like he somehow <laughs> got right. Yep. The, but the other, the top right and top left both look like they're, uh, you know, 70, 60, 70 year old paintings. Uh, and then bottom right. Could you hold it up a little more? That looks like a still from a documentary from the late eighties, early nineties. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, I see this as like a kind of a film that these look like TV and film and interview shots. Yeah, and it's like you don't dare lie if you because there it is in on in the on the record, you know. Okay, that too. I'm okay. just thinking about no, that. no, 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 that in, interesting abstraction. Um, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that is the other thing. They all do look like depictions from media. Top left and bottom left look like movie posters or or ads. Top right looks like uh, almost a political cartoonish, and bottom right looks like an official documentary. But they all do have to. They all have something to do with media portrayal. Yeah. Well, so I yeah, believe, maybe don't yeah. lie on camera. Permanent record. I I could see that. Yeah, AI. I think has to say. I I wonder when it gets something like this, it, when it becomes self-aware, it'll I wonder if it'll say, I wonder if I got lied to ever. Or it could be that the AI doesn't have any memories like we do, and it can only base things off of media depictions. It can only base things off of... There you go. You know, I can only give it pictures of me. I can't say, remember when I was five? It doesn't remember. It doesn't, there is no, it only has what we feed into it. Now you are recording this, and this is going to go into AI consciousness. What we're doing right now. Interesting. So think about that because these are <clears throat> the earliest impressions are the the basic, well, infantile Imprint, impressions. imprinting. Yeah, that's right. That AI is going to have. So right now we have contributed something to definitions about God, definitions uh -oh. about good, evil, and lies. Okay, uh -oh. absolutely, because it's still collecting information. Interesting.
All right. So I want when people tell me there's nothing we can do, I, I, I cast about to see, is there something we can do? And you see, there are still places where we can do something to influence for good. And that's my goal, you see. All right. Um, so can we take a break for a moment and switch gears here? Sure. So are you, I hope you're interested in what we're talking about. I think it's utterly fascinating. There is so much more and our very, the very future and uh, survival of humanity is going to depend as I can see it upon the matrix actually divide. We want the matrix to have a dichotomy. Here's the dichotomy we've got. We have this whole compendium of knowledge, lots and lots of knowledge that has been inputted. Most of it is data, how old you are, uh, what's your favorite. It's for mostly for advertising and so on, and for medical, so that Pfizer knows exactly what mm -hmm. to give you to kill you. No, I, whatever. <laughs> no, I don't think you're that far. Well, uh, hey, hey, Judith, real quick, I have to go use the restroom. Could you, uh, could you, uh, uh, I'll put my stuff together. Yeah, no, I was gonna well. say. I was gonna say. Could you tell everybody where to find your book, and I'll be back. Oh, in okay, seconds. sure. All right. I have several books that I hope will be interesting to people. The letters to the cyborgs. Right now, um, you can get it as an ebook. Again, there are uh, stories missing from it. We're going to be still. It's worth looking at to understand uh, where I think AI is going to go, and I've made it funny. Ha ha, laugh. You know, for example, the mice, uh, they want to, in, uh, there's some rebellious mice uh, trying to escape being slaves, and they're going to be executed. And the person that's in charge of executing them has to give them a civil interview and tell them why they're going to be killed. And and uh, that's going to be uh, humane, <laughs> you know, it's not going to hurt and all that. And uh, she has to go to the bathroom for a minute and has her husband go in to, to mice, okay? These mice leaders, these mouse leaders. And in there, they have sex and she she's ovulating. When they come out again, she says, if you put me to death, you're gonna put 17 people to death, 17 mice. So I can file for myself and for my husband, but they never committed any crime. And the poor guy who's supposed to put them to death has to let them go and then he has to kill himself because he somehow did not uh, because of the viciousness of the way the system will work. There are no excuses. When you make an excuse there, you know, you're just eliminated. So by letting the 17 innocent mice go along with the two miscreants, uh, making sure that they get away and have nude identities and everything, uh, he has to kill himself. Uh, the There is no judge and jury. Everything will be built in. There will be no way to say, uh, have mercy. Mercy won't exist unless we insert it. Uh, kindness won't exist unless we insert it. Because all of these things are not necessarily efficient. They're not necessarily going to give you uh, more gain, more uh, stuff, more power. So the book, Letters to the Cyborgs, uh, is got, we're going to try and get it republished. But if you're interested... You can buy it from Amazon, uh, Letters to the Cyborgs. The other books, it's better if you buy them from me because uh, Amazon is hiding them. They're hiding them like me and Lee. You can buy me and Lee, but the first thing that comes up is a part of 
uh, hardcovers that are out of print, you have to scroll and try and find the, the paperback edition, which we have thousands of, and which is sold, we've sold almost 100,000 of all forms of me and Lee. And yet, if you click on it, you're going to find out one of the places where you can go and look for it is under fiction. This is these these it's completely documented. I have my witnesses and evidence, and and um, Amazon makes it hard to find because it's under fiction. If you buy it from me, you'll get the book, um, because I have to mail it myself, and um, I had I have to buy my own book, and then mail it to you, so where they can sell it at discount, like at sixteen, I have to pay. I can buy it at discount for myself, but by the time I mail it, it's going to be, for me and Lee, it's going to be 20 to $30, depending on how kind you are to me, so I can pay my bills. And you can get that by simply writing to jfkconference at yahoo.com using PayPal. Put in anywhere between $30 and $40, and I'll send you the original me and Lee. If you put in $42, you'll get the new one. That's coming out soon. I just got a sponsor to pay for the shipping because the people, the printing company that somehow these books got sabotaged two years ago. This new edition has been put off for two years. And when it came out, finally, people would pick up the book and it'd fall apart or part of it was printed upside down or, and it was the wrong manuscript. So, and so the index in the back, and if you said like, go to, uh, CIA, you know, say page 62, it was really on page 64 and stuff like that. It's a mess. However, the whole book is there. And if anybody wants this book that was sabotage, they can have it for $20, you know, it's 600 pages and it's hardcover. But what's coming for $42 is 16 full color pages on its hardcover. You can, it looks nice on your coffee table or whatever. It's library quality. It's archival quality. And as far as I can tell, it's supposed to be the correct manuscript. Although those critters never sent me, showing me that they actually have printed the correct book. If they haven't, we'll take them to court, okay? So anyway, just got money to get it shipped to me so that I can ship it to everybody. Beautiful. God bless the people who put got together the $2,000, $1,750 actually to get the, so I can have these books shipped to me. So JFK conference at yahoo.com using PayPal, $42, you get the perfect book. $20, you get what's left <laughs> or, you know, or write and uh, ask for the other books, David Ferry, Mafia Pilot, $20. If, if you add anything to that, that'll pay the shipping, okay? And then PayPal takes 3%, you know. So um, that's at cost to me. So, But I want people to have the truth out there. God bless you all. Yes, ma'am. And so what are we moving on to now? Well, first of all, I need to see, because you've surely been ruminating about what we talked about last time. I wanted to know what questions you had. And then, I yes, I have more to show you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm more curious to see what you're holding. It looks like a page of equations. Oh, well, I'm always doing equations. <laughs> I love math and everything, and uh, it's just part of it. But um, there have been some new um, 
we talked how much did we talk about last time about translations and, and messenger RNA? Not a whole lot. I think we barely touched the surface. There is so much that people don't understand, and it's ir so irritating to me to pretend that, oh, they'd be too dumb to understand this. So we'll just tell them it's safe or something like that. Um, you know how a big bill was passed, and it's thousands and thousands of pages. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's no chance for anybody to read that, even with their big staffs. And then they have to have people who understand legalese, the different languages. I, did I talk to you about the big SSC and the little SSC? No. All right. Are you ready for some a different concept that help everybody to understand what's going on and how they have power over you? Yes, ma'am. All right. I want you to think in your, your mind, the big SSC, big letters, S-S-C. Then think of little letters, little S, little S, little C. Guess mm -hmm. what? That's us. The big SSC is them. That's the first concept I want to get over in your head. SSC stands for speech community. The SC part does. A speech community is any area. For example, say a bunch of people come over from um, Poland. They all speak Polish. They drop They sit. Uh, drop down in America. All around them, everybody's speaking English, and they're speaking Polish. What do the people... who? Uh, what do you think, Tommy? What do the people think who hear the people speaking only in Polish? What do they think of them, Americans, who, who they, don't speak Polish? They think they're speaking in gibberish. Or no, no, they don't. They, they know what they're speaking other. They think they're foreigners or immigrants. Right now, do they think uh, if they're foreigners and immigrants and can't speak the language? Several things are going on. Number one. They have to think of their own English, English, of course, as the dominant language of the land. That makes them S big, SSC. That is the standard speech community is speaking English or it can be Spanish in certain places. Anybody else coming in, they're inferior simply because they can't understand you and you can't understand them. Sure. They are supposed to learn, start learning your words. That makes sense, right? Sure. All not right. not inferior in that they're lesser. That's than, right. But in the no. same way, I'm inferior if I go to Germany and I don't speak a lick of German. Right. Not, you have I'm to not have gonna, help. I'm not going to understand. Yeah, I'm not no. going to understand the street signs. I'm not going to know how to talk to the cab driver. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, you need a translator. I am now in for all intents science. and purposes. I'm I'm for all right. intents and purposes. I'm in a verbal wheelchair. That's right. Well. When we're talking about science, and Mr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci said, I, quote, uh, I am science. I am science. If you question I, science, you quest. If you question Fauci, you're questioning science. You're questioning Dr. Strangelove. Mind fear. <laughs> I, can <laughs> I can I can walk. <laughs> so there you go. You have, we will, we cannot question the big SSC. He is science. That is the superior. That big S stands not only for standard, it also stands for superior. Mm. He has a language you can't understand. He will translate it for you. And if his translation makes more money from him for him than the, a better translation would, he may be motivated never to give you the true translation, Mr. Science. Mm. He is big SSC 
in COVID and so on. I am, and he even identified himself that way. He innately knows that whatever he says has to go because nobody else knows his language. Hmm. They don't know the language of science and he proclaims it. And so what does he do when he is um, Paul Rand, uh, Senator uh, Rand Paul, excuse me, he goes and questions Fauci and he says, what about gain of function? Now, everybody here, a small definition for gain of function. You take a virus and we did this way back in 1963. We did gain of function on cancer vir causing viruses. And that's why we do have, they did, we did develop a virus that could cause cancer. Okay. It exists. They can lie about all they want, but it's, that's how easy it is to make, you might say, comparatively. That that means hundreds of labs around the world can make a, a deviant type of COVID. Think about that. That's why we these labs should be shut down. Are they going to shut them down? No. Every country says, oh, we got to have it to fight them, the others. Mm -hmm. You know, they need to be all closed down, and then we need watchdogs to make sure that nothing occurs in government labs, only in labs that are fighting a disease on hand that is broken out somewhere, that's all, mm. you know, if, if they have to. But that has to be well documented. Right now, there is no oversight. Who was watching Pfizer when they were creating their shots and what was put into them? Were you watching? Was Fauci watching even himself? Gain of function means to take a virus. In this case, uh, we're talking about viruses. And you're going to enhance them such that they are more contagious. So, yes, Fauci admitted, had to admit that gain of function was going on, but that was against the law. We had passed laws against that. So what he said is, it's not gain of function. How? They changed the definition of what gain of function was. So it would not include what they were doing anymore. They had the power to do that because they're big as to see. They can standardize the language to have it mean anything they want, okay, technically and so on, and they do it. So by Fauci changing the language, he said, we didn't break any laws. Hmm. Gain of function just doesn't apply to what we, we did anymore. The, the, of course, these are lies and and he is going to be in, in big trouble if people, enough people understand and figure this out. I could go into a lot of detail about how we know about the origin and how we were lied about it by that. But that's an example of big SSC. Let me give you a few more. You, If you go to a dentist and they tell you such and such, they're using a language again that you have to depend on. You do not know their technical language. You do not know the doctor's languages. You do not know for uh, a lawyer either. You don't even know it. I don't even know the special language you use for your own podcast here. Sure. That you, that's platform. You are big. So you, I defer to you. You are big SSC. I'm little SSC. You have the power to interview me and you can cut anything you want out of what I said. So yep. you're big SSC. Yep. See that? Yeah. This is the way the whole thing. It works at every level. You have babies. They have their own little language. If they're twins, they'll talk to each other and the parents don't know what's going on. That for them is a big SSC. They can communicate with each other and the outsiders have no idea what they're And they did a study and you can find it online with Yahoo. It's really fun. This pair of twins, uh, babies that grew up talking, nobody can understand. They've evolved their own language between them. That's awesome. It is. 
the, the danger is that we're facing from the big SSC, I'm going to go a little further, by putting the language of research into big SSC specialized language, like what is a virus? If I, I, can you get reach your computer? Would you do definition of a virus? We'll look it up right now. Definition of virus, just for people, mm -hmm. for little SSC. There are two definitions. I want to see you to see the difference. Okay, virus. Just do the one for, that's in the dictionary first. That's for the little SSC. This is big SSC explaining what this virus is, okay? In little SSC language, that is our language. So go ahead. So virus, I just Googled virus definition. One, an infective agent that typically consists of a nucleic acid molecule in a protein coat is too small to be seen by light micros microscopy and is able to multiply only within the living cells of a host. And definition two, a piece of code that is capable of copying itself and typically has a detrimental effect, such as corrupting the system or destroying data. And I'd like to say that that definition number two is what they've done with the, <laughs> the vaccine. They have added a messenger RNA that acts like definition number two, by the way. All right, now go to Google Scholar. Google Scholar. You know about that? I've heard of it. All right, Google Scholar is where you're going to find out the big SSC language. Okay, so I just type up, type, all right. And... Uh, I want you to put in there... Um, Definition of virus Definitely. in Google Scholar. And don't go, and it may bring up some of the little ecstasy, but you're going to look for a paper that's going to say, what is a virus? Okay, type the, thing. Uh, the concept of virus. That's a paper. A broader definition of the virus species. All right, that's good. All right, this is what's really, this is the real definition of virus. Go ahead, that works. We propose that the formal definition of a virus species by the International Committee on Taxonomy of Viruses should be broadened by removing the restrictive word polythetic from the current definition. Well, that doesn't look like a definition. This looks like a, this looks like a description of a, of a definition. Hold on. Tommy Smart. That's good. <laughs> what? No, it's a, well, that looked, that looked more like a proposal. All right, let's see. Well, they're, they're proposing to remove a single word from the definition, my friend. Yeah, polythetic. So, yeah. 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 The executive blah blah blah. No, it's the same thing. Yeah, they're all talking about changing the definition. Polythetic. Uh a lot of this, these changes are so that they can get away with murder at a different level. So let's go. We need to um uh, 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 go ahead and you're gonna probably have to go back to uh defining life. <clears throat> Not quite, no. See, virus isn't alive at all. Yeah. It can only function in, when it's inserted into something that's alive that can replicate, help it replicate. Hold on. Let's see. Definition. And it has no will to live either. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this may help if you put in uh, what, uh, if you put in this, describe an RNA virus. Do that and see what comes up because that's what we're really talking about. Describe RNA virus. Yeah. And we're still in Google Scholar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has to be in Google Scholar. Yeah. 
highly mutable, infinitely malleable, and all-powerful. This is often the underlying assumption for how spontaneous mutations fuel RNA virus adaption. The essential for adaption, mutations within RNA virus genomes can exact significant fitness costs. Without the capability to detect and repair mismatched or damaged nucleotides, viral RNA genomes are prone to mutations introduced by mechanisms intrinsic and extrinsic to viral replication. However, large population size, complementation, cellular chaperones, and recombination can buffer viral populations against deleterious and lethal mutations. As such, viral replication is a rapid, tenuous dance between the generation of a sufficient genetic diversity on which natural selection can act and the production of less fit variants. The purpose of this article is not to... Okay, so... All right. A little more Uh, verbose. Yeah. More verbose, Mm -hmm. and uh, we could find areas where it'll tell us the exact definition. And we're, I'm I'm going to give you a little rundown on what it is, what um, you're trying to find there. And it's, um, I think it's fascinating, and I hope you guys will think so too. The very basis of these viruses are that they can only live inside or, or be activated when they're inserted or have contact in a way to get inserted inside a living cell. Now, the difference between a virus and a vaccine, well, there are huge differences. A vaccine introduces a dead virus or one that's been attenuated or it's a bacterium and the body reacts to it because it's injected into the body. Say, woo, this car doesn't belong here on this railroad, okay? It is different, it can be identified and it will be hauled off and destroyed. That's your immune system. The COVID, when you try to react and get rid of that virus, it causes an autoimmune reaction that where the body is stimulated, the way they have it set up, it's inserted into the cells, not against, not at the cells, but into them. Now they say, well, it's not touching the DNA. It's only in where the cells where RNA is made. It's called, and RNA, it's called the messenger RNA takes what's found in the nucleus of the cell. And it sends, there's a enzyme that's in the cell liquid that's all around the nucleus, okay? That, that's what's inside the cell besides the nucleus, which is like a little baseball sitting on, in a baseball field, okay? All around it are enzymes and proteins and so on. Now those proteins, there are four big major proteins that are found in in the DNA. And they are able to create through different combinations. I'm gonna read off, I I need to do this because people have never heard it. This is big SSC, but this is what, these are the names of the proteins. Okay, first of all, the four was methionine, valine, serine, and proline, okay, are all used to start a replication of any kind of DNA sequence. Only those four, those are starters. There are also stoppers. There are four of them. Um, uh, that's methionine is a starter, I'm sorry. The other three, valine, serine and, serine, and proline are the stoppers. There are four of them all together. One to start, three to stop. Why three? Because you, whatever you do, you don't wanna have one of those starts, stops not working. And then you have a runaway train, okay? because it'll keep replicating and replicating. The COVID vaccine, so-called, injects material that doesn't tell it how to stop. You understand? Mm-hmm. It will keep duplicating spike proteins every time it 
encounters the spike protein only uh, is interjected into injected in the body or so on it actually creates so many spike proteins eventually i'm really simplifying this it begins attacking the human body okay there i i've tried to tell people give them a visual it said 20 years from now when your kids are born with fuzzy red tongues it's not my fault that you didn't listen to me okay because spike proteins if you got a whole bunch of it look you probably could feel it They're, they lined up enough uh, on a uh, on the on a liver, say you probably you probably feel fuzzy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You got enough of it's real bad. It's you might as well look at that mold or mildew growing all over your body. Yeah. This doesn't stop. There's nothing to stop it. Only its own final destruction by deteriorating into some other gook stops it. And it deteriorates and we don't know what it does because they didn't do any tests. Oh, wait a minute, they did do some tests. But they wanted, they uh, said we couldn't look at them for 75 years. That's because they're so harmless, right? Hmm. Pfizer says in 75 years, you can look at it. You'll all be dead by then. And probably because of this, probably but nobody will know <laughs> because you nobody's going to see it for 75 years. Well, that's what they did with the Kennedy assassination. Did you know that? And, and uh, HSCA says for their stuff, oh, you can't see all this stuff for 50 years. That's because it's so harmless, right? Mm. That's because Lee Ivory Oswald acted alone, right? Mm. And nobody was associated with him. That's why when they released in 2017, they were supposed to release by the JFK Act 1992, they were supposed to release these files with no black marks on them. Everything opened up. You know what we got? Copies of the same old files. Instead of black marks, they put pieces of white paper over where the black was. That's our new version of their new releases of these files. Did they release them all? No. Even Trump said, uh-uh, these others have to be for national security, cannot be released, cannot be revealed. So we had one, our wonderful new president comes along, okay, and very, very interesting that he too says we can't release these last files. Trust me, when they do release them, they're not going to be the real files anymore. Yeah, no, they're they are anymore. never going to release those. No. But to call say that Lee Oswald, who's supposed to have acted alone, and of course, do you know that I have files showing that J. Edgar Hoover, the day that Kennedy was shot, the 22nd, I probably said this in the last time we talked, but he said when they, the SAC, this that's the special agent in command over in Dallas of the FBI, said, look, we've got these other groups that hate, hated Kennedy. They put out this uh, black, uh, you know, they've got this stuff with a black around it saying, you know, welcome, Mr. Kennedy. And that's a death announcement when you put this black thing all around. It means it's an obituary. And what about these other people who sent, uh, you know, they sent letters. They wanted to kill him. He said, no, we have the white man. Nobody, don't look at anybody else. It's only him. Hoover wrote that the same day Kennedy was shot. Only a couple of hours after Lee Oswald was captured, he was captured at a theater at 1.40 p.m. That's what it says on his arrest record. That's an hour and 10 minutes after Kennedy was shot, for God's sake. Right away, they know he's the only one. Why? On that arrest record, it says he's being arrested for the murder of John F. Kennedy and wounding John Connolly. All right. 
and killing Officer J.D. Tippett. He's being charged with two murders before they, they had to ask him his name. They did not have his name to give to the police until they got in the police car, opened his wallet, and read it. They had all they had written the, out. They had the arrest record already. They just had to fill in the That's name. That's right. Then they said, so he's there for four hours. He's been, get this. Of course, he was beat up and all that, but they take the wallet out. Obviously, they're checking him all over, right, for anything else he might be carrying, right? And then they take him and they, they go and fingerprint him. What did they do wrong? If somebody is suspected that they have shot somebody, before they're fingerprinted, you do paraffin tests to see if they have any nitrates. Because after you fingerprint them, guess what? The nitrates from the print ink, no matter how you wash it, you're going to have some of that left on your fingers. So they give him the test after they did fingerprints on him. And they said, ah, look, he's got nitrates on his hands. He shot a gun. That's what they did to him. But guess what? His cheek passed. There were no nitrates on his cheek. So Henry Wade gets up there and tells the press, this man fired a gun. We have the paraffin test that says so. What he didn't say is this man didn't fire a rifle because it would have been all over. The blast would be all over his cheeks. Hmm. Yeah. And there was nothing. So they, he didn't tell them that. Later, after he's dead, Wade and others, and uh, Will Fritz, Captain Will Fritz and others will say, we really never had enough evidence to convict him in a trial. That's right. So they shoot him dead before he ever goes to trial. He's dead. He's in police custody 47 hours, and he's a and then he's dead. Case closed. That's right. And then they can say, now, 60 years later, oh, we can't release these records because of national security. The national security is, is that the government killed Kennedy, blamed him. That meant the government was a coup. That means we need to dissolve it and have all new elections. They're never going to do that, ever. Ever. Well, they're they're being honest. It is national security. It's it's the security <laughs> of the national security state. We can't. We are. Well, I get attacked ourselves. a lot for being the girlfriend of Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm. And they say, "Oh, what a fake and what a fraud!" And no, I have witnesses, new witnesses all the time. We have photographic evidence. I've got. Uh, I can fill in blanks, and and then ten years later, they find evidence that that's where, what really happened. It's, I've done this for 23 years now. So what are they uh, saying about uh, Judith Baker? They're saying she, <laughs> the, the latest one, Dr. Robert Malone, uh, copied your interview. Did you see that? Yeah. On his site. So it, it got 219,000 views right away. All right. Your interview. Did you know that? On Twitter. Not. Yeah. On Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. No, it, it got yeah. viewed. Yeah. And I, I think that's remarkable. Right away, the trolls, CIA trolls, you know what they accused me of being? They said, she's CIA. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to accuse the CIA of killing Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that, right? Of course I did. And that means I'm not CIA. Somebody else said, you've got to give us one proof that you really knew. I said, I've got all these. I've got... I've got at least 10 witnesses. I've got three that said they saw me with Lee and they knew we were lovers. And then we've got all these other people who I was able to prove that their dad knew me and knew Lee. And 
because uh, I recognize him with tattoos on his fingers and that he spoke a certain language. And then we have photographs where I said, Lee got on a bus that's at Crystal Beach and the family comes out with a picture of Lee, not of Lee, but of the bus where their dad worked says Crystal Beach. On and on, I could go with stuff like that. Lots and lots of stuff. And there, obviously, um, what they have to say then, well, you know, you still don't have the, tell us the number one proof. You know what it is, my friend? Who else would go and defend the man that the whole government, the whole world says is an evil, horrible man that killed our most popular president? He said he's an evil person and he deserved, he deserved to hang or be shot anyway. Why would I do that? What person in their right mind, what did I get out of that? I lost my positions. I lost my job. I My family members, most of them won't speak to me. They're ashamed because they, I, I had an affair as a married woman with a man who was married, who was killed the president and was evil. Why would I do such a thing? Have I become a millionaire? Oh, I did it for the money. Oh, nobody would do anything. And it's absolutely crazy. The only reason is I love him with all my heart and he didn't do it. And when I get justice for John F. Kennedy, it's the only because we can prove that Lee Oswald didn't do it. You cannot get justice for Kennedy. You can't get it for Robert F. Kennedy. You cannot get it for Malcolm X. You cannot get it for Martin Luther King until you know the SSC language that is behind you know, they're going to make me to be little. Oh, she's a liar fraud. That's little SSC. Be little. Because mm. SSC not only stands for the standard speech community, it stands also for the substandard. For example, mafia has their own big SSC language. When they're talking about a murder, you know what a murder is, right? What, yeah. Tell tell the people. I, I'm not entirely sure. Isn't it like honor? Isn't it shut up? Uh, uh, oh, murder is if you know something of value to the mafia and to how they work and you and you talk about it to anybody on the outside, you're dead. They can kill you. And you agree to that. Yeah. And uh, the, so there are different signals and things that can be used when Lee Oswald, you can look up Grover Proctor, P-R-O-C-T-O-R, look up Grover Proctor. Because he found out that there was a call made to a John Hurt, H-U-R-T, and he was he was in jail and he had to make he could ask to make a phone call. He tried to put through a call to John Hurt in North Carolina. And by the way, Grover Proctor lives in North Carolina. He got interested in that because the they a woman who came in, she's a telephone operator. She was coming into uh, their changing shifts, you know. She saw the operator pull the thing out and tell the, the policeman told her to, and the policeman told Lee there's no answer. They never put the call through. So Lee could not reach John Hurt. Grover Proctor uh, found out this information from others that were interested in that because the woman took it out, uh, the woman threw it away, the request for the phone call into the wastebasket. This other operator, God bless her, picked it up and looked at it and wrote down the phone number and everything. So they look it up and we find out this guy used to be CIA. John Hurt, CIA, way over North Carolina. This is called a cutout. You you may hear people like, let's say, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. James Files, 
claims that he his handler was David Atley Phillips, and that he was able to call him, and and uh, Phillips told him what to do, and so on. Lee himself, who had handlers for sure, wasn't exactly sure of the name of his handler. Handler only near the end suspected it was David Atley Phillips because they always had these cutouts in between. They don't if they're only if they meet face to face. He did meet him once face to face, and. Phillips made a big mistake. By the way, we have a witness that they met face-to-face, -face, and we have also Antonio Vestiana. I could go on and on about that. So Lee meets his handler face-to-face -face finally in Dallas, okay? This is early September before he goes to Mexico City. And he meets, sees Antonio Vestiana, who's coming up. Vestiana got there early. He calls out, hello, Senor Phillips. I mean, Bishop, excuse me. He, even he didn't know his name. He thought it was Bishop. Excuse me, hello, hello. You know, senior uh, bishop. And Lee say, wait a minute. This man told me his name was senior. It wasn't bishop. It was Benton. Hmm. And before that, it was Benson. And you know, maybe I didn't hear it right. Now it's bishop. So now we he's calling him Mr. B. Because, you know, it's darn well. One, whatever name it is, it isn't the one he was given. And it's not the one Vestiana was given. So Vestiana tried to protect himself he got shot in the head for speaking to hsca because he re so he refused to identify him except to say that um he said uh, this was not david Phil they had david phillips there and he knew him as mr bishop but almost almost to his dying day he finally told everybody yes that was the same man now here's james file saying i was calling james you know uh, uh, david atley phillips you know no that, that, was, that would have been impossible. Man that high by a two-bit mafia guy, uh-uh, not going to happen. So you, I, I know these things when certain people speak out. I know that they're not telling the truth. It has helped me to find, fill in a lot of blanks for people because I know what Lee was really doing because we were in love. Now, why would Lee tell me so many things about Mexico City? I'll give you an example. We're in love. Lee has to make himself valuable as the CIA if we're going to live in Mexico and be informants. As such, he has to be pro-Castro so he can inform to the CIA, right? Mm -hmm. So when he goes to the Russians and says, I've, I've got to get a visa, blah, 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 blah. That's the, not the important part. What he delivered is he said, the FBI is after me. That's on record. Lee Oswald tells the Russians that the FBI is after him. Why? It makes him a great spy for the FBI and the CIA. See, they already know he came from Russia. Now he's saying, I'm not happy. I want to go back to Russia. That doesn't mean he really wanted to go to Russia or Cuba. The point is, is to deliver the message that he is going to be against the USA and, and the FBI is after him. He puts a gun out and lays it on the table there. You don't even hear that to the Russians. Okay. There is an informant. I mean, a person that pretends to be Lee Oswald. Uh, that same day later, that calls in and says, yeah, I've met Kostikov. This is a Russian assassin, supposedly. That man is an imposter. They know exactly where Lee Oswald is, because Lee Oswald at that time is over in the Cuban embassy. They're calling and saying he's in, that, that Lee Oswald is calling from the Cuban consulate. This is an imposter. And if you look it up, you'll see lots of CIA things saying that was an imposter because he couldn't speak Russian. Lee could speak. He, he pretended to speak Russian. It was terrible Russian. The real Lee Oswald spoke fluent 
Belarusian style Russian. George de Morinschild said he was excellent and almost perfect. Who was George de Morinschild? He was born 10 miles from, in, he was born in Belarus, only 10 miles from where Lee Oswald learned Russian in Russia. Okay. Marianna Oswald didn't like Lee's uh, Russian, said it wasn't very good because she was speaking high king's language from St. Petersburg called Leningrad. Mm -hmm. That's where she learned her Russian. It's like uh, saying John F. Kennedy doesn't speak good English because he has yeah. an accent. Sure. Or it was excellent. It's, all right. I'm saying all of this because we have Lee Oswald is being impersonated and saying that he's dealing with the Russians. The real Lee Oswald has to say that the, the FBI is after him because he wants a reason to be able to stay in Mexico and not go anywhere. See, We're going to meet in Mexico, get uh, quick divorces, and we're going to get married to the Catholic Church. Why the Catholic Church? Because that's not on the, on the civil records that the government has in Mexico, which is filled with informants from everybody. You know, it's a load. They're always looking at those records. But the other thing, Lee puts on his application for a Mexican tourist visa just to get in, that he's Catholic. He was not born Catholic. He was raised Lutheran, and he was at that time never, ever put down his religion when he became an adult. But he did this time because he wants that document that he's Catholic so we can get married as Catholics in Mexico. So nobody understood why that says Mexico, but it does. I mean, that he was um, a Catholic. Be, and the others, anybody thinking that Lee Oswald wanted to really go to Cuba, which is not true, just pretended, okay? So that people wouldn't know he was staying in Mexico, okay? He wants to go elsewhere, Russia or to Cuba or anywhere else but there, okay? Lee Oswald, on that, where it says he broke Catholic at a time that Fidel Castro was kicking out nuns and priests and persecuting Catholics and taking their land. Do you think if he really wanted to go to Cuba, when when he knew all these people who were Cubans, don't whatever you do, don't put that you're a Catholic. So there are all these things that people don't know. Why am I bringing this up about the big SSC language and all that? Lee is going to be is putting down uh, it, information to show that he's going to vanish in Mexico. We're going to get new names, new everything. Well, there's a problem that came up, of course. David Atlee Phillips wants to frame him, just want him to get to Mexico so that he can blame him as colluding with the Russians or with the Cubans to kill Ka uh, Kennedy, not Castro. Lee's really out to try to kill Castro for the CIA, which has admitted they worked with the, uh, the, F the, not only the FBI, they worked also with a mafia to try to kill Kennedy. The mafia and CIA, that's on record. Lee Oswald's mother's sister is married to the mob. She, she's, <laughs> Lee is a bridge between the CIA and the mafia. Now, David Atlee Phillips has to do something. The reason I know so much about Mexico City is I'm in love with this man and he has to tell me he has to sleep with a woman there. What? I, he said I had to and he explained. Sylvia Duran is the one that can get visas like the Cuba, okay, and so on. Uh, she's in the Cuban consulate. That's where the the person who was an imposter pretended to be Lee while he was over in the Cuban embassy. They knew where he was so they could go and pretend to be him in the consulate because they knew exactly where he was and what he was doing. So they pretend to be him. 
and they pretended that we don't think it was really Sylvia Duran. But who is Sylvia Duran? She's the one that, that uh, made sure he could get all his papers filled out to go to Cuba with his transit visa. Do you tell me, do you know what a transit visa is? No. Well, see, they use this big SSC language. <clears throat> it's simply this. You, if you're in an airport and you want to go to uh, Paris, you have to stop in London and change planes. That's a transit. You're going to get on and go to London. Lee said he needed to go to Cuba in order to get a plane to go to USSR, which is so silly. Of course, he could pick up a plane to go right back to America. But that's what he said. He needed a transit visa just to get in the airport there to meet somebody. That's because he was trying to get this weapon off himself so nobody picked it up. See, Then he could get on a plane to go anywhere. He could say he's going to USSR, but actually he would be going back to Mexico. He's not going to say, I'm going to get back on this plane, go right back to Mexico, you know, a different plane. He's going to claim he may even have bought a ticket that he's going to try to go to Moscow, anywhere but Mexico. That's the background. So here's Lee Oswald, and he is, uh, he wants to stay in Mexico, but to be a valuable CIA agent there under a new name, he's already told the Russians that the FBI's after him. He's setting all this up. Sylvia Duran wasn't the, your ordinary secretary working there at the Cuban consulate. She was the mistress of Carlos Lechuga, the UN ambassador for Cuba. This is big stuff. And there's a record showing that the CIA wanted to recruit her. So here's Lee Oswald sleeping with me. So he explained all this to me. So I went and said, when we live in Mexico, I may have to have a relationship with this woman. So I'm valuable to the CIA. Therefore, he told me a lot of anybody saying, how did you learn all this about Mexico City? It's because I don't want to be jealous or angry or upset, but there are things that they have to do. So he had to explain this, you know, he said, if not, they're going to order me back to Dallas. Well, you know what? They ordered it back anyway. You know what they did? They kept her on hold, ordered him back to Dallas. A few weeks later, Kennedy is shot. They arrest Sylvia Duran and accuse her of sleeping with Lee Oswald. That ruins any opportunity for Lee to ever defend himself that he was trying to get information out of her, see? Because they act. Well, they tortured her to get her to admit something. And then they say, well, she said that under torture, so it really didn't happen. But wait a minute. How did they even know about that? How did they even think of that to arrest her for? And you see? That, you see, is the ways that, and that's why I know so much about Mexico City and what happened there, because Lee is explaining to me all the setup, and what he will have to do in order to stay valuable to the CIA because he's got David Atlee Phillips breathing on his throat and somebody called James Jesus Angleton, who was in charge of him yeah, when he was a fake defector. Angleton is a bad guy. And of course, he told Lee, he told Lee, either on the phone or face to face, I don't know which, but Lee told me that Angleton told him, all right, personally, that he was disappointed that he did not come back in the coffin and he couldn't trust him. How, so how is Lee going to make himself valuable? He starts doing whatever the CIA asks him to do in Dallas and in New Orleans. That was his what his, that was the big dream of his life was to be a spy. His there's no doubt that his that the person that he admired more than anybody else was Herbert Philbrick of the FBI, 
he saw six or seven episodes in New York, uh, in New York, okay, of I Led Three Lives, the man who pretended to be a communist and was really working for the FBI. That That's on record, even with the Warren Commission, that that was his hero. And Lee, as I think I told you before, when does he join the Marines? He joins the, the Marines day after October, the... 20, October 24, the day before October 23rd is when you had the Hungarian Revolution. Lee joined the Marines to fight the Russians. So now we're going to go back to our DNA, RNA, but I'm, uh, the reason I was bringing all this other stuff up is we have a government now that truly is trying to be controlled by a new world order, a centralized order that wants all our money to be confiscated and turned into credit card plastic. Mm -hmm. I promise you, once that happens, if they don't like me, I'll never see you again. I'll never be able to get online again. If they don't, if they like me, dislike me even more, I won't be able to buy anything. I will starve to death. I'll be kicked out on the streets, the dissenters. And they can even say, oh, it was a glitch. It wasn't us. How are you going to fight these things? If we, if our money, our money that is dollar bills and all that, we are the cusp of having it not accepted anywhere, only by digital transfer, period. This is coming and we've got to stop it. Now, one of the ways we can stop that is at airports. You're going to find most of the places at airports will not accept American money anymore, only your credit card. There are still a few places, a few holdouts there where they will. Don't have anything to do at airports. This I'm telling this to everybody who flies. Do not buy anything from any airport organization. Uh, it can be CNN or any of them. They will not accept your cash. Don't have anything to do with them. Buy nothing from them. They want that. I had two years ago, I held a conference. It cost thousands of dollars. We had hundreds of people that were online and, and many, many, many that were meeting at the hotel. At the end, I still owed $3,000 to reconcile. But we already pulled as much as I could out of all my credit cards at the bank. You know, there was still 3000 But I had the cash in my hand. I had 3500 in my hand. The hotel would not take my cash. They refused. I le later learned the hotel was owned by Chinese. Anyway, I had to find a friend that has had 3000 plus on her credit card. And I gave her the cash and she paid that. Otherwise, they said that we will never, you know, we will call the credit union on you. You're not, you're refusing to pay. I said, I'm not. I said, I've maxed out my cards. We've had, a, we've had a conference here lasting for four days. And not everybody's people who paid me, a lot of them paid me checks and I've got to clear all those checks. And, the, and this is a weekend conference. I, they're not going to clear until Monday evening. No, you have to give us the, you know, the credit now. And of course, I couldn't do it. If, if, that, if that, that was my friend, Kathy, she hadn't come by at that time. She was late. I was the last one to leave. You know, I've done all the bookkeeping and everything. If she hadn't shown up, I, what would happen? Were they going to arrest me? This is what we're facing, folks. They want to get rid of your money. They want to get rid of any kind of, um, if anything goes wrong with anything they push into your bodies, they've already passed laws that you can't sue them. But you know what? You can sue the job, the people who own, who you're working for some legal firm and they told you, you have to take the shot or lose your job. You can sue them. By gum, please do it. Please do it.
I can't tell you how many people are hurt and suffering from the side effects of COVID. Long COVID has hit them all. And they're saying, oh, it's COVID that did it. Uh-uh, I'm fine. I didn't take the darn shot. And I had COVID for 12 hours and beat it 12 hours using the right stuff. I don't have long COVID. I'm not having any problem with my immune system. They are. Every single one that reports like that, every one of them had at least one shot. Most of them didn't happen to them until they got two. The stuff does not turn off. And anytime a new virus hits you, it's going to, uh, it's like throwing fire on the fuel. It's going to do it again and it's going to start attacking your own joints. It starts creating fibrin, lengthy fibrin, mm -hmm. fibrin threads. They, they, they call them clots, but they're rubber. They yeah. look like rubber. Yeah, they look like calamari. Uh, they were never meant to. All right, now here are the, I told you about these four. Methionine is a start. If you're looking at any of these uh, chemically, you know, you've got valine, serine, and proline, three ways to stop it. But in the, what they're giving, with the messenger RNA they're showing us doesn't have any stops on it. Not that I can find, see what I'm saying? Here are the different, I want to read these off to you. These are the amino acids, if that's and, all right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> just And then just just a, a heads up. So I, I have another show that starts in sure. four minutes. So Okay, well, well, I'll, all right. We can, we can Maybe, go through them, and obviously we can always do another episode, just FYI. Okay, well, basically there are 20 of them. Mm -hmm. And what, then one of the most important ones in this whole list, okay, if you're looking at the whole list, What's very important here, and it, it's really hard to find, if, if you're looking at it, it's called alpha-lipoic acid, ALA. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's sick with long COVID, please take ALA mm -hmm. plus D3. Please do it. It it's, it helps to cr create stops, and just put it that way. That's the easiest way to explain it. It'll help you. It'll help conquer this. There are many, many things i like to tell everybody. Please get my book. Please, I ask you, all of you. To watch Dr. Malone, go to me on Twitter. Join me on Twitter because I've Twitter all the stuff you need to know and try and make it easy for you to understand. God bless you. I hope that you've enjoyed this. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. You're an absolutely fascinating guest. You are an endless repository of knowledge, and I, I genuinely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have you on here if I didn't enjoy it. It's this podcast is a one man show. I don't have any, uh, I don't have anybody I consult and say, should we have Judith back on? It's it's <laughs> up to me. If I don't want to have someone on, they know because I won't have them on. So oh no, I, I trust you from the gut. You know, you yeah. gotta have gut feelings. I, I uh, applaud you for what you're doing. I hope that yeah. you will uh, join me on Twitter. I'm serious, and uh, I'm at Judith. Very easy at J U D Y T H. I will have that link in the description as well as the link to your website and. Um, Judith, I will send this to you when it's up and we will schedule another one. I would love to keep talking. Okay. There's lots to talk about. Yes, ma'am. In many directions. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Miss, no, excuse you. me, Miss Judith Very Baker. <laughs> God bless. I will send you this episode when it's up and I look forward to our next one. Okay. Bye-bye.